0: Hey, folks, thanks for tuning into this segment of Next on the T, featuring our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry. In this segment, Tom and I reflect back on this year's Masters. Plus, we talk about our top five players of all time and a couple of guys who flew under the radar. Great, but maybe not getting as much recognition as they deserve. Thank you for tuning in. You guys are the best audience in all of podcasting. Enjoy the segment. I want to start out tonight by reminding you about our friends at the McLemore, which is a private resort located just south of Chattanooga, high atop Lookout Mountain, Georgia. It's a casual two-hour drive from Atlanta, Nashville, and Birmingham. The existing Highlands course is now ranked in the top 100 courses you can play in the United States by Golf Digest. The 18th hole, as a matter of fact, is ranked in the top 10 finishing holes in the world. A second course, the Outpost, is now under construction, which will open summer of 2024. The Outpost is another Bill and reese Jones design and features a mile and a half of dramatic cliff edge, with every inch of that edge filled with a goffle. A world-class hotel, Cloudland Lookout Mountain Curio Collection by Hilton, will open spring of 2024. Both the course and the hotel have incredible views into historic McLemore Cove, 1,200 feet below. You gotta see it to believe it, folks. Stay, dine, and play golf above the clouds at Macklemore. Go online to macklemore.com to book your stay and play package today. Now let's talk grips. I want to tell you about Lampkin grips. Every shot, as you know, has its own unique feel. The trick? Feel comfortable with each one. And comfort is built into the very DNA of Sonar Plus Black Grips. Composed of their Genesis material that provides supreme comfort and durability with their fingerprint technology creates a strong connection and unforgettable touch. The game changes from shot to shot. The feel on your hand shouldn't. Lampkin. Feel is everything. I also want to remind you about the all-new Stealth 2 driver from TaylorMade. If there's one thing we know golfers want from a driver, it's distance. But there's actually two things we all want. Distance, and let's not forget forgiveness. That's why TaylorMade designed the Stealth 2 driver with even more carbon for even more forgiveness. To learn more about the new Stealth 2 driver from TaylorMade, visit them online at TaylorMadeGolf.com. All right, now back in next on the tee with me is our resident director of instruction, Tom Patrick. You can find Tom at the golf club at Crown Colony in Fort Myers, Florida. If you want to play your best golf this year and you're serious about that, Go see Tom and let him help you with every facet of your game. If you can't get down to Fort Myers, download the V1 video app and send Tom videos of your swing through the app. You can find Tom online at tompatry.com and on Instagram at tompatrygolf. As I always like to remind you, don't forget to subscribe to his YouTube channel. You get 300 free video playing lessons on there. Tom won the Division II National Championship in 1981 when he was at Florida Southern College. He's in their Athletics Hall of Fame. He's also won the Sunshine State Conference Hall of Fame. Best of all, his New York Yankees are currently in last place in the AL East. And we're privileged to have Tom back with us tonight here on Next on the T. Good evening, TP. How are you, my friend?
1: Crunchy boy! <laughs> <laughs> How are you, TP? I'm, uh, I'm coming out of a meeting, a, a dinner meeting, um, with my friends at Titleist. And uh, my belly's full. I'm in the white beast driving home, and what's better? What is better than talking to Chris Mascaro, who yeah, today, I want to share with your listeners? Tell them what what kind of accolades you you won today. What what happened today,
0: Chris? Yeah, it was, it was I'm very humbled to say that the show won gold for excellence at the uh, Communicator Awards, uh, best sports podcast, and and uh, even more humble to say best host. So. That's all thanks to our listeners and to people like you, Tom, my wonderful guest, that uh, both of those things
1: happen. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Crazy boy! <laughs> <laughs> Very lucky. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. So, Tom, besides having dinner with, uh,
0: with your friends at List, I, I understand you've been doing a two-day golf school with one of your clients, which... You know, I, I'm not sure what, what what does that go for. How much do you got to pay somebody to spend two days with you?
1: <laughs> well, let's put this way, Chris. It's more money than I would ever spend. ten ten two two days with me. I would never spend <laughs> that much money. Why anybody? Why anybody would spend that much money? Spend two days with my wife doesn't doesn't get it at all. I mean, I I don't believe I mean who would who would, who would possibly want to actually spend money to spend time with me i mean seriously why would you do
0: that <laughs> right if it was reversed and you were paying money i'd be yes, interested things. to know how much you're willing to pay because i might free up a couple of days but the other way around doesn't make sense it
1: makes no sense whatsoever does it, it really doesn't, it does not. It really
0: doesn't. Crazy. all right so that brings up a good question the live tour and i know this is your favorite subject later this summer is going to hold a couple of tournaments not too far from your old stomping grounds at uh, Trump National Bedminster in New Jersey and then at down in Miami at at Doral. You know, it, it stands to reason that someone like a, a Patrick Reed, and Ian Poulter, who have heard about what a great short game coach you are, what a great overall coach you are, they could reach out to you for a day or two with a with great Tom Patrick. If the phone rang, what would that be like for you?
1: i wouldn't i wouldn't because i don't think there's a number and i mean this sincerely i don't think there's a number that a patrick reed or a Poulter could offer me to spend a day with them come on no Uh, well first of all i don't teach cheaters so I didn't see a name. Oh, oh! necessarily who I'm talking about, and I don't teach. Pardon me. This is a podcast, right?
0: <laughs> it is.
1: I don't teach assholes, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which 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 adjective goes with which person. That's up to the That's up to the listeners. But um, you know, I don't. I I wouldn't. Those two. Those two names specifically. You, you, there's not enough money. That wouldn't happen.
0: When so happened, maybe, I mean,
1: a, maybe a different live player gave you a call. You'd consider you take your call. No, I, I, I don't, um, I, I don't think I teach, I don't think as a player in the live tour, I'd like to work with to wow. tell you the truth. No, it just, uh, I feel, you know, Chris, listen, it goes back to a very deep rooted feeling about a, a date in our history called nine 11. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had seven very close friends in those two towers and, um, I want nothing to do with anything that says Saudi money. Just don't. I'll pass on that. Changing gears just
0: slightly and, and, and talking about short game opportunities. Cameron Champ's a guy that can hit the ball a mile. Back in 2017, I read his club head speed was 127.79. Charles Howe's another guy that can, that can hit the ball really well. But put a wedge in their hands and, and maybe not quite as good. Talk about for the rest of us putting the driver down a little bit and building a relationship with our wedges.
1: Yeah. I I just, I look at those two guys who are, you know, wonderfully, incredibly talented. Those two individuals are really talented and, and known as hitting a long ways and known as actually pretty good ball strikers. But I've had an opportunity to watch both of them play competitive rounds. And let's just say their wedge play and their short iron play in general was not very pristine and i don't understand with the access to statistics and really really hardcore black and white feedback why they're supposed to be talented they can they get golf shots or they're talented athletes and they're, and they're playing at a very high level why they haven't figured out how to dial in that are going to be in their hands a lot considering how far they drive the ball um you know, I, I just think there are three important clubs in your golf papers, driver, wedge, and putter. I mean, I think the rest of the, the clubs in your bag are fillers. I mean, I got I had a wonderful opportunity years back to spend time with the great Jackie Burke Junior at Champions in Houston. And and Jackie preached a lot to me about driver wedge putter. You, you know, he just basically said, Tom, listen, here's the deal. If if you can't drive the ball adequately and in, in play with a driver, can you be competitive? I said, No, it's it's very difficult, Jack," he said. "And if you can't play short irons and particularly wedge play, any shot required with a wedge. You know, we talked about relatively full wedge shots, intermediate wedge shots, bunker shots, pitch and run shots, whatever shot getting with a wedge. And you're not doing those things at a very high level, can you be competitive on tour?" I said, "I would think not, Jack." And he said, "If you can't putt like Jesus Christ, you know, can, can you win and play on tour?" I said, "Well, no, you're gonna you get laughed." He said, you've got to be able to drive the ball adequately in play. You've got to be a wonderful wedge player at that level. And you've got to putt the ball really, really at a high standard. And if you can't do those three things, you should get a job in a pro shop holding shirts. <laughs> so that's how I feel about it. Todd, let's switch gears a little bit. And we were talking earlier this
0: week about some hidden gem courses that people might not be aware of. Talk about some that, that you've played, particularly Mountain Lake there in Lake Wells, Florida.
1: Yeah, Mountain Lake um, is one of my favorite places to play golf on the planet, Chris. And I'm sure a lot of listeners are going to go, Mountain Lake, what the hell is Mountain Lake? But Mountain Lake is a Seth Rainer golf course in Lake Wells, And If you don't know where Lake Wells is, if you go about 30 miles down the road towards nowhere and you make it left, you run right into it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really, Lake Wells is, and I'm not knocking Lake Wells or people who live in Lake Wells, so I'm going to get phone calls and emails about this one, but Lake Wells literally is in the middle of nowhere in Florida. And in Lake Wells, Florida, is this wonderfully old Seth Rainer untouched classic. You know, it has the punch bowl, it has the redan, it has the berets, it has all, all those classic designs. Uh, it's relatively untouched, it's private, It it's in pristine condition. But the fact that it's really a Seth Rainer untouched, I mean, really untouched and in great condition. Um, and the fact that it's kind of tucked away in the middle of nowhere—it's nowhere, kind of a little mystiquey, if you will. It's um, just a real—and and, and Chris, the back tee, pulling off the back tee—I don't think it's—I don't think it's quite 6,800 yards. It's fun, it's playable. The green complexes and the shots around the greens are really challenging. And you know how much I love short game shots, so it really tests you around the greens and on the greens. Um, it's just one of these old, cool vibe places that you feel like you you feel like when you go through the gate you're going back in, in going back in time to another period. It just it has that old crusty kind of traditional feel. Um, it's just a just a cool place. And when you find a place like that and there's not too many of them left that are undiscovered, it's really special and it's it's a very special place to make.
0: Tommy, you've played golf in so many of the great golf courses in our country. Do you, do you have any that are still left on your
1: bucket list, whether it's here or abroad? Yeah, I do, Chris. I mean, I, I've, I, you know, on on my modern bucket list, um, you know, I've never been to Band Dune, And there's five out there now. And I'm going to actually just booked a trip to go out there in, in September of 2024 20, um, with a group of guys. I'm really excited about that. I've heard so many great things. I've had so many friends go, and nobody's come back and didn't rave about it. So I'm really looking forward to that. That was on my bucket list. Um, Crystal Downs in Michigan, I've never been to. And I've always wanted to go up in the Northern Peninsula. Never been. Um, so that's on my list. Um, you know, uh, overseas, My probably my number one bucket list place overseas, is Royal County Down in Northern Ireland? I've never been, in you know, Chris, I'm I'm 64, and and the thing that kind of irks me right now is I want to get to these places while I can still play at a reasonable level and still get um So Royal County Down is on that list, and of course, the one that's on everybody's list and it hasn't happened for me, and I don't know if it ever will. I was invited twice, and both times I couldn't go, and I certainly want to go into the reasons why I couldn't go because I stopped trying is is obviously a destination.
0: To get to get that invite twice and not be able to go, Ooh, I, yeah, I mean that I, that, that pains me more than my kidney stone.
1: We had to get we had to get the, the sharp objects out of my out of my sight and out of my <laughs> house and everything, and, and and we had to get the ro- all the rope out of the house and stuff like that. And you know, I I, I don't even want to go into that story because it makes me cry. And speaking, of speaking of kidney stone. So the viewers out there, you know, you they don't know this, and the listeners out there, excuse me, they don't know that we talk pretty regularly in the mornings, on my way to work and you would kind of catch up on golf news. And, and for, you, for the listeners out there, they don't know that you you have a kidney stone right now and you haven't been able to pass it for some time. Um, how, how are you feeling, Chris? How, how's it going?
0: Uh, I'm feeling, um, actually right right this minute. Uh, I'm not in in a lot of pain or anything like that. Um,
1: that's too bad. Uh, from- I'm sorry. <laughs> from-
0: <laughs> From, from friends that have gone through this, they've 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 told me that uh, we, I, the long the short story is it it had kind of embedded itself about an inch from going into my bladder, and and once it, it it takes that last inch and gets in the bladder, you can the pain sort of goes away until that last little bit when it comes out. Um, but uh, some friends told me today, my brother in law particularly. That uh, it could sit in your bladder for a week or two before it decides it wants to come out. I would have guessed once it's in the bladder and I'm I'm drinking water like a fiend. I'm going through cranberry juice, you name it. I'm drinking it to try to get this thing out. I would have guessed that with all the times I've emptied my bladder, it would have come out. But maybe that's not true. But well, I'm, of that. I'm,
1: I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that it, it, it lasts as long as my Yankees sunk, So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, then I hope I have it until November. So. <laughs> oh,
1: perfect.
0: Perfect. 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 Tom, we were talking about the Live Tour a little bit ago, and an interesting fact that uh that uh that Mrs. Patrick tipped us both off to right, Is right. Taylor Gooch has won back to back events on the Live Tour. Plus, thanks to his team also winning this past week, and I know you've got your Range Goats gear on as we speak, he ranked in a Raked in a cool $6 million this past week. Four for the win, another two-plus for, for the team win. But the Australian taxman was all smiles. That guy came along and took a cool 47.5% of that $6 million, or $2.85 million as a thank you for coming down to play in Australia. If you kind of mount that up, Tom, If you if you if if Gooch goes out and gives his his caddy another ten percent of that six million or six hundred k on top of that, plus his travel and expenses, boy, about half that money is going to be sitting there back in in either Australia or somebody else's pocket. How brutal is that?
1: Well, let's also add in the fact that these players, when they come back stateside, have to pay Uncle Sam as well. So I think it's a wonderful job. By Greg Norman to organize an event down in Australia to make his his government, his national government, a little wealthier. I mean, did Greg not inform these guys, hey, listen, we're gonna go play down in Australia, but you're gonna give up 47.5% right off the top of whatever you make. Nice job, Greg. Really nice job there. So Taylor Goose goes down to Australia wins a four million dollar purse, six million with the team, and when the smoke clears, Tony Finau made more money playing in the Mexico Open. Okay, <laughs> Well done, Greg. Well done. Congratulations to all you live guys. Hope you have a nice plane ride back. Too bad.
0: Too bad. Right. Tom, in the intro to tonight's show, I-, I talked about how great it was to see Tony Finau, uh, just hours after winning the Mexico Open, out there caddying for his sons, playing at a local par three course, with all the lights on, Guy goes out and, uh, you know, it, it, he's just a guy that gets it, right? He, to go out there, uh, you know, a couple hours, four hours after winning a golf tournament on the PGA Tour, change, put shorts and a t-shirt on, grab a hat, grab the bags and take the boys out to play a par three. I think that's outstanding.
1: Well, and, you know, even more so in the day and age when we hear about the greedy elite athlete, you know holding out for more money on their contract. You know, I don't want to play for this team. I want to be traded. You know, I don't want to play for that team. Trade me away. Um, you know, it's just not the great situation for me. I want to go somewhere I can win right away. You know, we hear so many negative things about professional athletes. And to see that post and to see that guy do what he did with his kids, we need we need more Tony Fienaas in the world. Don't you agree? We need more of that model athlete. That example to kids, that example to parents, that example period in our society. Uh, how can you not be a Tony Finau fan? How can you not?
0: Yeah, hundred percent, right? And 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 Finau won by a couple of strokes over John Rahm, and and th- those two were were one two last year in the opposite way at the Mexico Open. But you want to talk about two guys that have gone a long way in the last few weeks to show us what athletes should be like, right? Yeah. Rahm after winning the Masters. A lot of times, guys will skip the next event, right? right? It's it's a lot, you know. The the mental piece of of winning a major takes a lot out of a guy, and that sort of thing. But Rom says, "No, I'm I'm going to go to the RBC. I'm going I'm going to go to Hilton Head because if fans bought tickets because they wanted to see John Rom or bought tickets because they wanted to see the Masters champion, I'm going to be there to make sure they get that opportunity. Yeah,
1: it's it's so nice." I mean, to me, listen. I'm 64. Going to be 65 in October. This has been this game has been my whole life. Uh, I'm a huge sports fan, as as you are. You know, if if Timberlake wins, are on TV on ESPN. I'm going to tune in and watch them. You know, whatever it is. And I'm so tired of Damon Green and Allen Iverson and you know. I reckon we can go on forever on this thing. You know. Uh, it's a, it's so nice to see guys in our sport behaving that way. You know, it just it's it's awesome, and and we just need more. We just need more of that behavior in sport in general. Maybe maybe some professional baseball players, football players, basketball players, hockey players. And, and listen, there are a lot of good guys in all those sports. Don't get me wrong, but some of the guys that aren't such good guys, looking at that as an example and saying, hey, you know what? We need that. We need to use use that as a as our model. That's, that's the way we need to behave and be an example. You know, Charles Barkley once made a, a statement about, you know, he doesn't want the responsibility of being a role model. But once you're on the spotlight, Charles, you are a role model. And, and once you're in the spotlight, you are a role model. And you know what? There is a responsibility that comes with that, with that success. And and man, you know, Arnold certainly did it. You know, Arnold the King did it as well as anybody. Um, but these two guys in the last couple of weeks have been exemplary. They've, they've been absolutely awesome um, and, and, and so good for the sport. So happy to see it.
0: Yeah, that's one thing that I hope the PGA Tour does a little bit better job. I mean, Tiger Woods has been the face of the PGA Tour for decades. And as he is phasing out of his playing days, or at least on the PGA Tour, maybe he ends up playing more on the Champions Tour when he can start to ride a golf cart. But As we need guys that are a face of our sport, the John Roms, the Tony Finaus, the Jordan Spieth, the Justin Thomas, guys like that. I hope the PGA Tour does a great job of marketing those guys and kind of lets go a little bit of Tiger so we can get into the the new era. These are the guys, I think, that need to be the face of our sport.
1: Yeah, and Chris, don't, don't leave out Ricky Fowler. I was at Bay Hill, not this year, but last year. And I believe it was last night, maybe it's two years ago. I, I, I don't, I'm, don't hold me to it, but Ricky had missed the cut. And I was walking past the pro shop area uh, on a Friday afternoon, it was crowded. And Ricky Fowler stood there for, I'm going to tell you, because I stood there and watched it for over an hour well over an hour after missing a cut, signing autographs for every kid that came up to him. And the kids were all over the place, you know, because he's so popular. Um, and, so, and I said, you know, that's. That's, you know, you know, I've been on when I played for a living, I've been on the short end of missing a cut. You don't feel like hanging out and, and chatting with anybody. You really don't. You want to get your stuff out of your locker and get the hell out of there. Uh, and, and I said, man, what a great example this guy is and, and what a role model he is. And what, what about what about giving back to the game? Here he is giving back for, you know, over an hour where, y- you know, he's not happy about what just went on in his, in his day. That's what we need. We need more of that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Agree with all of that. Tom, before I let you go, remind our listeners again how they can stay up to date with all the great things you're doing and follow you online and on social media.
1: All you have to do is come to Naples, Florida, and look for a white Chevy Silverado that's (laughs) driving around around aimlessly with with no real direction. And you'll be able to find me. Uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, obviously Facebook. Uh, and my website, which is just simply tompatry.com. And Chris, again, congratulations on those awards and accolades today. So well-deserved. So awesome. You, you, you give you give back more than just about anybody and, and give us a platform to share our thoughts. And, and And we really appreciate you very, very much.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that. That means a great deal to me, my friend. Tom, take care. Stay safe. Get home safely. And I look forward to already. Getting to spend time with you in a couple of weeks. You're the best, my friend.
1: Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. You bet.
0: That is the great Tom Patry again at Tom Patry Golf on Instagram. TomPatry.com is his website. And be sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel to get those free playing lessons and tips. They just don't come better than that guy. We are so lucky to have him as part of the show. All right, my friends, it is time for me to put a bow on this edition of Next on the Tee. My sincere thanks again. To Tom Patry, Linda Harto, Rick Fair, and Terry Kaler for joining me this week. Scheduled to join me next week are 2019 Charles Schwab Cup champion in tw-